it's become normal for people to identify completely with their incessant stream of compulsive thinking. As Tola says, there is no I apart from their thought processes and the emotions that go with them. Or as Tara Brock says, we are at the mercy of unconscious beliefs, feelings, and memories that drive our decisions and reactions to life. When we're in a trance, we usually feel separate or alone, threatened or incomplete, end quote. If you feel irritable with everyone, your kids, husband, boss, then you're in trance. If you ate a whole bag of chips without even realizing it, then you're in trance. If you feel overwhelmed by even the smallest things, yep, trance. So how do we get out of it? Many people want to navigate life with peace and joy, but struggle to connect to their intuition. They find themselves overwhelmed, burned out, and frustrated. My name is Francesca Phillips, and I'm obsessed with spirituality and psychology and how the two can intersect to help you live a successful and intuitive life. I believe each of us can accomplish amazing things through balance and healthy habits instead of burnout. Consider this your go-to resource for where spiritual wellness and mindful productivity meets practical wisdom. If you're craving positivity and want to know how to find the answers within, instead of searching endlessly without, then you're in the right place. Get ready to feel supported and inspired. This is the Good Space Podcast. You're listening to the Good Space Podcast, episode number 23, how to heal emotional pain and find more compassion. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, Robbie M. And she says, Francesca is connected and in alignment with the divine, in my opinion. She truly sees it and knows it. She seems to see that our brains are linear and our souls are trapped in dense bodies. She really understands going within to find our heart space and God, and it is so wonderful. This podcast is so in my language of connecting to yourself and not falling into externals. Many times we forget who we are and lose our higher self. I am working on remembering who my soul is, and I know that Francesca's podcast really resonates with me. It is all about ignoring that little voice in your head, the ego, and hearing your higher self to get to where you need to be and evolve. Love this podcast. Wow. Thank you, Robbie M., for sharing your journey and how the podcast helps you on your path. You've got it down when you mentioned not relying on external conditions for answers. You haven't forgotten who you are, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. If you want to be highlighted in an upcoming episode and help further the mission of The Good Space, make sure to subscribe and give us a review on Apple Podcasts so I can then highlight your review in an upcoming episode. It only takes a minute. You can pause the episode and come right back. Make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag us on your Instagram story at findyourgoodspace, hashtag thegoodspace, to let me know that you're joining in today, as you know that I love to share those screenshots on our stories too. If you're afraid to unearth something within you or have a creative longing but don't know how to let it out, then I invite you to join my Creative Connection group. It's a writing group that's a sacred space for you to work on your creative expression and get positive, constructive feedback from others in the group. This is for beginner and professional writers alike. All are encouraged to join. So to learn more, go to bit.ly slash join creative connection. It'll also be linked in the show notes. So just a little bit more about the meetings itself. I'll lead each session with a spiritual thought and provide writing prompts. Then you can read what you wrote to the group who then shares what was most memorable or strong. Whether you have a book you're working on or need to release some stress, this group is perfect for letting your voice come out. There is one guideline everyone must follow. Anything shared is treated as fiction. That way you and others can feel safe sharing without worrying about judgment. 
This group is meant to help you feel seen and heard, to find your voice, to give you the space to test out ideas, to grow as a human and creative. If your soul resonates with this message even a little, please click the link in the show notes and join us now. Today, I want to talk about a method I've learned recently that's helped me progress on the path towards spiritual freedom and emotional healing. Since most of us aren't taught how to process emotions, we can find ourselves holding on to past experiences and getting them stuck in our bodies. Emotions hold energy, and if our body doesn't properly process them, it will stick that energy somewhere. This can then contribute to physical pains, irritability, sadness, and more. Growing up, I was taught that my emotions defined who I was, that I couldn't help how I felt, which made me feel like a victim in most situations. So if you ever felt or feel right now that your emotions control you or you have trapped emotional pain you want to work through, this is the episode for you. I've since learned that I'm not defined by my thoughts or emotions. You and I have a choice and can choose the emotional experiences we have. The first step is recognizing when you're living in a trance or an illusion state of being. So what is trance? Did you know that most of us live in a trance? (laughs) In her book, Radical Compassion, Tara Brock says, being in a trance is like being in a dream. We're unaware that there's a larger living reality, end quote. This often looks like rushing through the day, getting lost in random thoughts, feeling disconnected from the body and heart, not even remembering what you did or ate. Heaven knows I've been there so many times. We're cut off from our rich inner life and have a disconnect between our souls and our personality. Eckhart Tolle takes it a step further when he talks about the illusory self. This stems from the ego and is an optical illusion it plays on us. Tolle says, That illusory self then becomes the basis for all further interpretations, or rather misinterpretations, of reality, all thought processes, interactions, and relationships. Your reality becomes a reflection of the original illusion. End quote. It's become normal for people to identify completely with their incessant stream of compulsive thinking. As Tola says, there is no I apart from their thought processes and the emotions that go with them. Or, as Tara Brock says, We are at the mercy of unconscious beliefs, feelings, and memories that drive our decisions and reactions to life. When we're in a trance, we usually feel separate or alone, threatened or incomplete, end quote. If you feel irritable with everyone, your kids, husband, boss, then you're in trance. If you ate a whole bag of chips without even realizing it, then you're in trance. If you feel overwhelmed by even the smallest things, yep, trance. So how do we get out of it? Despite what the world around you may have you believe, behaving that way isn't you, not the real you. You're a divine, limitless spirit that thrives on peace, simplicity, and space. There is no such thing as separation or aloneness. When we feel those things, that means we're living through the ego. However, each of us can live in such a way that we feel awake, open, and compassionate. That is where the homeostasis of our spirits lie. We're meant to spend our days in overwhelming joy and experience successes greater than we could ever imagine. Your spirit doesn't live by the limiting nature of thought and emotion. It lives by the expansive nature of love, oneness, and possibility. When we're in trance, it's hard to reconcile this. So how do we get out of the constricting nature of trance and into the expansive healing space of consciousness? In Radical Compassion, Tara Brock teaches an easy practice for breaking out of trance or the illusory self. It's called the RAIN method. Recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. 
So let's talk about recognizing your emotions. Recognition is the first step. When you feel anxiety or stress in your body, that's when it's time to gently pause. Place your attention on what you're experiencing. Be curious about it. No need to judge or react. You may notice a whole cluster of emotions swirling in your mind, and that's okay. When you see clouds in the sky, you don't try to jump up and catch them. You let them float by, right? Unless you do jump after them and catch clouds, then more power to you. But lately, my trance looks like working all day without a break because I'm obsessed with reaching some outcome. I start to feel this building pressure within. Then I notice myself releasing big sighs, which is a sign I've been anxious. You know, the kind where it's like, (sighs) and you'll just not even notice it unless someone points it out to you or you happen to like realize, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm making these loud sighs. That's anxiety and that's a sign that you're stuck in trance and you're not listening to your body. That's when I tell myself, I'm here, I'm here to get myself out. It's kind of like a quick regrounding um, exercise. And so we need those kinds of breaks. We need energetic resets throughout the day. So recognizing your emotions in that process is definitely the right first step. And so the second step is to allow, allow those emotions to exist. Allow the recognition of whatever emotion you're experiencing to exist. To initiate allowing, Brock says, gently ask, can I be with this or can I let this be? This helps you deal with the natural resistance that comes with feelings that are uncomfortable or undesirable. So rather than give into resistance, questioning yourself gives you a brief enough gap between feeling and reaction to make a different choice. We talk about habits a lot on The Good Space, right? Your habits are something where you get triggered and your body has a pattern already built in. So where it's like trigger, feeling, reaction, and it's just like on autopilot. And it does that so we can be efficient and be able to focus on higher level things. But when Our habits are things that don't actually serve us or are something that we want to change. It can be hard sometimes when we're so unconscious to to change it. And so by allowing your emotions to exist and not just reacting to them and judging them, you actually give yourself the opportunity to make a different choice because you're, you're inserting a new type of action before the habit is triggered. So the third step then is to investigate with your feeling. So once you've taken a pause to recognize your emotions and you allow them to exist, it's now time to investigate. So what's underneath the thoughts? Where in your body are you most aware of its effect? This is when you ask that part of your body what it's trying to communicate. A few questions Brock lists are ones like, what is the most difficult, painful thing I'm believing? Where are my feelings about the strongest in my body? If the most vulnerable, hurting part of me could communicate, what would it express? What does this part most need from me or from some larger source of love and wisdom? Approach this with a sense of interest and curiosity. No judgment. I think many of us, myself included, tend to label certain emotions as bad. So we judge ourselves when we experience them, which causes resistance and so on. Instead, let's sit and let the answer unfold. This part may feel uncomfortable because the reason we're stuck in a trance to begin with is we avoid feeling the present moment. So let yourself listen to the answer. And you may see an image. There was a time I felt pain in my lower left back and after recognizing and accepting the pain, then allowing it to exist, I asked what that pain was trying to communicate. 
then an image of me walking through a dense forest came to mind. I started gently pushing aside tree branches until I came into a clearing where a lighted figure was elevated above the ground. I imagined myself laying down and the lighted figure started wrapping me with light. Then a voice whispered to me that I wasn't embracing or owning my power. So you see what happened here? I received a clear answer from within myself. The amount of healing I experienced after that moment was more powerful than anyone outside of me could create. When you give yourself the space and feeling of safety you need to be curious about your emotional health, that's when you're able to heal. No one can be creative or loving when they feel scared or trapped. We must be kinder to ourselves and allow ourselves to feel safe, which leads us to the last step in this process, which is to nurture from your highest self. When you've been brave enough to walk into the brighter unknown depths of your inner life, it's time to reward yourself. Ask what it is you need to feel loved and nurtured. Usually when you get to this point, you'll know what you need. What's your natural response? You might imagine a parent or a pet hugging you with love or leaning into the warmth of accepting yourself. Take this moment to follow the nudge to what's most nurturing and do that thing. For me, it's usually placing my hand on my heart and feeling that connection. Other times, it's laying on the couch with a comfy blanket and a good book. The key here is to receive. Many of us aren't as good at receiving as we are giving. This is the toughest part for me, but I've definitely noticed a difference. And my friends have too. After forcing myself for a week to focus on rest and nurture, my friend said that my energy seems so full and different from when I was stressed the week that she saw me before which was such a compliment and a testament to the power of listening to your inner voice. And the cool thing is that this method doesn't take hours and hours. I literally could do the whole process of recognizing, allowing, investigating, and nurturing within five or 10 minutes. Like if that's all you have, you can do it in five minutes. Maybe do 10 just to be safe. But if you don't have five or 10 minutes to feel good, then you definitely have a lot of time to feel like crap. That is a very bad reiteration of Gabby Bernstein's quote, but she talks about like, if you have time to feel like crap, then you have time to feel good. So it's like, give yourself this grace and this moment and this time to to just feel things and just to allow it. And I am saying this to myself just as much as anything because I am the worst at receiving right now. And I am like so tough on myself when it comes to emotions. But I think as soon as I started not judging them, I think the judgment is where things go wrong. Then that's when I started feeling more free and just lighter. And so my hope is that if you can try out this method, the next time you feel anxious or like you want to avoid an emotion that you'll know how to handle it differently, right? So remember, recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. And it can seem too simple, but most powerful things are. This practice will help you receive more joy and live an overall happier existence. You'll start giving yourself the attention and compassion you need to thrive. This is also somewhat of a gateway habit into looking within for answers. So many of us disempower ourselves by thinking answers lie without, that experts, friends, or family know what you should do. But the truth is you're so powerful, you don't even know it. This practice will give you a way to get comfortable with hearing yourself and traveling down the path that's yours and yours alone. Now it's time for an affirmation. 
I allow myself to accept the emotions I feel without judgment and nurture myself so I can feel good. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helped me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.